Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 607, it is 36 degrees in downtown Boise. Underway for a Friday, and today is Open Phones Friday. It's brought to you by our good friends at Fast Eddie's, the place to start your day. If you really uh, need an energy drink, or they've got probably 30 different flavors of coffee for you to choose from, and uh, over 400 different energy drinks. So, great place to start your day off every day, and of course, they'll also have breakfast for you if you'd like. From Earl of Sandwich, that uh, will open up at 7 o'clock, as they do every day, Monday through Sunday, at Earl of and Sandwich. Great breakfast burritos and breakfast sandwiches available this for you. This is Open Phones Friday the 13th. It is, Friday the 13th. So for those of you who are uh, superstitious, or like me, just kind of stitious, uh, just you know, be aware, black cats don't walk under ladders and don't all, walk that, under black all that cats. fun stuff. Well, if you can walk under a black cat, you might have other problems. Don't knock over ladders when people are standing on them. That's always a good idea. Don't don't break a mirror. Unless, of course, you are uh, doing a TikTok video. Then it's perfectly fine. I suppose so. Yeah. Anything goes. So anything you want to talk about today, um, call us because uh, as of right now, not having too much luck with uh, emails or text messages <laughs> this morning because uh, we've got computer problems. Isn't it interesting? That are going on. It's, I find it interesting that it's Friday the 13th and we have those problems, uh-huh. right? There's a ghost in the machine. Something. Uh, so, But anyway, our phone lines are open. Some of the things that uh, we will be talking about today. Um, it's Groundhog Day again for the uh, third time in four days this week. Uh, apparently more classified documents. Found uh, at a Bush well, or at a uh, Biden residence. At least it hasn't gotten to the point where it's getting stupid. <laughs> oh, oh, wait! It passed that about Monday afternoon. Uh, you know, and I was thinking this yesterday when the story came out that uh, a third location had come up with classified documents, and I thought this would this would be funny if it wasn't so stupid. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the 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 stupid part of it. There was a uh, Democratic congressman yesterday who said uh, he doesn't put it past the Republicans planted this classified yeah, yeah, that, documents. I'm like, oh yeah, my that, God. that part. <laughs> Biden admitted it. That part is getting stupid. <laughs> how can how, it's a if, false flag? I tell you, <laughs> false flag. If, if Biden admitted that they were stored in these places, he doesn't know how. Which is, which again is just Some weird guy. to me. It's like I don't know how, but yeah, they were stored there. Some guys out there listening, going, "No, no, false flag is what Democrats do." <laughs> uh, even. Uh, more on that later. <laughs> Even one of the members of the View yesterday said the same thing. It's like um, this is this is a Republican plant. They Republicans planted this to get no. the pressure off of Trump. And I'm like, oh my god! Do you according guys not to, listen to Biden? According to the president, nobody could have gotten into his garage where his Corvette is. <laughs> and who knew that that was now the level. Yeah. Of of storage hey, we're for talking, classified documents we're talking, stored in a locked garage with a Corvette. We're talking Corvette level security here. <sighs> you had that at one time, I'm sure. Yeah, I did. I've, probably I've, you left I've it out. I've a couple couple Corvettes, so apparently say, you probably I could left have them out classified in, information. You probably left them out in front of your house. But no, still, they were, no, no, no. Really? Ne- Chris, you never score. You never store a Corvette. Park it in front of 
your house on the street. You know how come I don't know that? You, you, you didn't listen to Biden? And I've never owned a sports car <laughs> in my life. Uh, he could somewhere, some someplace yesterday, a White House official had to be punching a wall because don't you figure that happens all the time? Probably there? I mean, <laughs> because I mean he had specific. They, they keep the spackle guy on speed points. dial. They had he had specific talking points, and he got a question about his Corvette, and he couldn't leave it alone. Yeah. He tried, and then Before circled back to it, and, and <laughs> he just couldn't leave it alone. Mr. Ducey, do you have a Corvette? <laughs> then you don't know what we're talking about here. Mm. Um, anyway, more information coming out. And, and by the way, for those of you who are thinking that these documents are just being found this week, that, that's not the case. First set of documents, November 2nd. Were, were apparently found. What year? At 2022. Oh, wow. Okay. That and, recently, huh? And then told to the White House that we found classified documents in your office. Um, the second trove of documents well, were found on December 20th. They're a trove now. That's good. <laughs> and the third set of documents were found Wednesday. Okay. So which was uh, the 11th of January. Yeah. So uh, there's got to be at some point where you go, all right, FBI, you need to go search all his residences because yeah, every I, every few I, weeks we're coming up with I more. Would, uh, I would turn them loose to do so because might as well get back, you know, what uh, is not supposed to be there. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk uh, a little bit more uh, about that. Also, I want to talk about this whole thing about Congressman Santos. I, I'm just curious, and, and our phone lines are going to be open today for you, uh, to this Santos is a person who is basically almost lied about everything and anything on his resume mm-hmm. and during his uh, run for Congress. Got elected. Uh, some Republicans are now calling for him to resign. I, I want to get your thoughts said he on was this. A, said he was a volleyball star in college. And uh, the college he cited, uh, he he didn't go to that college, and of course wasn't on the volleyball team because he wasn't there. Why, in the world, are you lying about being a volleyball star? Don't know. I just uh, probably because you don't think anybody's going to check that out. <laughs> hey, can we look up the volleyball records? What volleyball records? This would be funny if it wasn't so stupid. Oh, there we See, go again. Here we are. We're only 13 minutes into yeah. the show, and I've already said that it's twice. Friday, it's Friday the 13th, and today's theme is, it'd be funny if it wasn't, <laughs> if it wasn't so stupid. it wasn't so stupid. Also on the Probably way for you this morning. the show a lot of days. But <laughs> yes, never mind. that's true. Uh, also on the show uh, this morning, we have uh, a whole bunch of stuff we're going to be giving away. Number one, we have two, not one, but two chances for you to get tickets for you and your family to go see the Harlem Globetrotters coming up here in a couple weeks. They're going to be at the Ford Idaho Center. Their all-star show comes January 31st. Mm-hmm. All right, Your first chance to win is going to be coming up here before 7 o'clock this morning. So for you early morning risers who listen to the show every morning, your first chance to win those uh, four tickets, four-pack of tickets, will be coming up here before 7 o'clock. So be ready to call 208-336-3700 or pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We also have another pair of Hank Williams Jr. tickets for his concert, also at the Ford Idaho Center. That is coming up in July. They don't go on sale until 10 a.m. this morning. So these are another pair of tickets. You'll be one of the first people in the entire state to get your Hank Williams Jr. tickets because you're going to win them before they even go on sale. We'll have a chance to win those coming up before 10 o'clock this morning. And, of course, 
another shot at R&R Barbecue with our Casper and Chris. Mm-hmm. Damn near impossible question. R&R Barbecue, by the way, everybody's going to have a chance to get $50 gift certificates. Jeez. One person will get them for free. The other right. rest will get them for 25 bucks. It's That's a place where you definitely should drive your Corvette if you have one. <laughs> Take it out of that secure garage you know, and drive it to R&R Barbecue. You know, that would be funny if it wasn't so stupid. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> KBOI News Time is 6.15. Let's get a check on uh, what is going on in sports this morning. Your first update of the day. Brought to you by Pork Belly in CUNA. Great place to go Fridays for breakfast. Okay, not just Fridays, every single day. Great place to go for breakfast, and they are open seven days a week, beginning at 7 a.m. Get in and find out what everybody is talking about. Good morning, I'm Rick Worthington. We begin with a little Boise State basketball for you today. You know, Tyson Degenhardt has been delivering this season, and he had a great freshman season last year for the Broncos. But it's easy to say as a sophomore, he's playing as well or better. Bob Beeler with more on that now this morning. Degenhardt is averaging 13.6 points and six rebounds a game, both higher numbers than last season. He's had double figures in both points and rebounds against Utah State and UNLV in the last two games. He also added six assists against the Rebels. Coach Rice on his sophomore forward. Yeah, you just get so used to him doing that. But 17-12 at six assists, and then he probably almost had a quadruple double with with about 10 bruises too. I mean, he's in there battling guys and taking charges. And I mean, what a game and what a last couple games he's had. Broncos go for four in a row in the Mountain West tomorrow night at Wyoming. Our coverage will begin at 8.30. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. Looking at the Mountain West, there is one game on the schedule tonight. Nevada is at home tonight against Utah State. Tomorrow there are several games as well, besides Boise State at Wyoming, of course. Air Force will play at Fresno State. Colorado State will be at UNLV. And New Mexico travels to take on San Diego State. I'm Rick Worthington. Download the 670-KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Happy Friday the 13th. Things already uh, underway, a little hinky for Friday the 13th. Yeah, we have uh, a gremlin inside our uh, machinery here that seems to uh, be deleting uh, computer programs. I I, I mean, it's it's good to say, though, at least it's not just your computer or my computer. Yeah, I feel much better about the fact that it's everyone in the building. Yeah, so there's at least we know that it's not necessarily... Something we screwed up on it's, our own computer. It's, it's not personal. It's just business. Yeah. Um, and it, it possibly could be in just, you know, like the FAA the other morning. Yeah. Well, yeah. There we go. There. That's the problem. We're having First the Federal Aviation Administration and now KBOI. Yeah. So all flights out of KBOI will be de- delayed until further notice I this it. morning. Actually, we got. I, I got things. I, I took a backdoor uh, workaround. So uh, emails are working now. If you do want to email. Uh, are yours working? 
They are now, yeah. Okay, Chris yeah. at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Uh, you can also text us if you would like at 208-336-3700. Got our text line working this morning. So everything's going. Uh, if you want to pay, take part in Open Phones Friday, uh, also you can call us up at 208-336-3700 uh, yeah. or toll-free 1-800-529-5264. I uh, mustered up all my skill and uh, called the engineer. You must have done well. He didn't. I do. do I, I I do know how to uh, you know dial a phone or whatever they call it now. Hit the hit the buttons. Don't forget tomorrow night, KBOI, uh, another basketball double header for you. First, your Boise State women's basketball team is in San Diego to take on the Aztecs. Tip off. Leonard Barry begins at one o'clock on six seventy a.m. Your fifty thousand watt flagship for Boise State basketball. Then, the Boise State men's basketball team is headed to. Laramie, Wyoming, which is always a fun trip in January. Pre-game with uh, Bob and Aime begin uh, begins at 8.30, tip-off at 9 on 93.1 FM. The good news is it's a Saturday so that I can actually stay up and watch the game and not right. be exhausted the next day like I was earlier this week with their late tip-off against UNLV. I don't know why they don't consult you about that stuff. I don't either. We'll also have some other news. Uh, a great week so far uh, for... Basketball ESPN rankings has uh, Boise State in the top 30 right now, mainly on the strength of their last two wins against Utah State, who had been in the top 30, and then uh, beating UNLV on the road. Both of those considered quad one wins as of right now. Um, So they're now in the top 30 and second place, tied for second place in the Mountain West, San Diego State is uh, currently in first place. We'll We'll get a definite view on how... Um, well, Boise is stacking up against the Mountain West next week because we have Nevada at home next week and New Mexico also. Yeah, that's going to be tough. That's a that's a tough week right there. If they can come out of that undefeated, uh, we may have a really good team. As good as the news is for basketball, also some really good news for the football team having to do with the transfer portal this week. We'll give you an update on that on the way coming up here too. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 6.33, good morning and welcome to a Friday, Friday the 13th. The uh, stock market is cooperating with the theme for Friday the 13th. Bad luck, down 284 points right now, head of the opening. Those are the futures. Find out what's going on and uh, why the bad news so far so early in the morning. I'm sure it has something to do with good news. It caused the stock market to show off with bad news. We'll talk with Jeremiah Bates in about 45 minutes from right now. Also on the uh, way for you, coming up here this morning, uh, it is Friday. That means we have uh, KBY Sweet Deals available for you. And I, once again, for the second week of the new year, Another double shot of sweet deals are available. Nine o'clock this morning, you have a $50 gift certificate to both R&R Barbecue, both locations, downtown Boise and in Meridian. And you have a $50 gift certificate available to you from Deja Brew Bistro in downtown Meridian. Both of those gift certificates available at nine o'clock sharp, $50 value, and you get them for only $25. So a double shot of sweet deals. And once again, you don't have to pick or choose which one you want. You can get both of them as long as your fingers are fast enough because there's a limited number, and once they're sold out, they are gone. So keep that in mind if you uh, would rather go for Deja Brew over 
R&R barbecue, go for that one first and then come back for R&R or vice versa. But you can take advantage and buy both of those. By the way, there are also sweet deals available right now uh, if you want to go. We still have a couple of the enhanced concealed carry classes at Idaho Enhanced Academy. Uh, great value at half price. Once again, $125 value if you're only $62.50. There are only five of those left, however. Twisted District in Garden City, um, there are only eight left for those. And if you want to get uh, La Peep, great breakfast, brunch, and lunch items at La Peep and Meridian, uh, you can also get those. Those are available right now, by the way. If you want to go, you're listening right now, go to KBOI.com, click on the Sweet Deal link, purchase those. And then if you want the R&R Barbecue or the uh, Deja Brew Bistro gift certificates, you have to wait till 9 o'clock. Go to KBOI.com, click on the Sweet Deal link, and then refresh right at 9 o'clock to take advantage of those deals. Also, as promised, uh, we have a couple chances for you to get your four-pack, family four-pack tickets to watch the Harlem Globetrotters coming up on January 31st. Let's go ahead and do that right now for you early morning risers. Going to pay off for you if you call us up at 208-336-3700. We've got a four-pack of tickets. You and your family, you and your friends can uh, head out to the Ford Idaho Center on January 31st and watch the Harlem Globetrotters. Caller number six, those tickets are yours right now. Once again, 208-336-3700. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 642, congratulations going out to Debbie Geyer. She was calling number six and will now be uh, grabbing three friends and headed to the Harlem Globetrotters as they come to Nampa, Fort Idaho Center on January 31st. That's just our first winner, by the way. If you were trying to get through there, keep listening. We have another chance coming up for you to win this morning. Also, a chance to pick up your tickets. Hank Williams Jr. is going to be here uh, in June June or July? No, I can't. I remember off the top of my head. Um, going to be here later this summer, anyway, okay. at the Ford Idaho Center. Tickets go on sale this morning at 10 a.m., and you have a chance to win your tickets before you buy them sometime before 10 when they go on sale. We will have a chance for you to win those tickets coming up here for you once again this morning. As I mentioned, uh, I'm going to tell you about some uh, good news for Boise State. They had a good uh, week. Signing day was a while ago. Uh, however... This Wednesday, they picked up a bunch of uh, transfers. So the transfer portal giveth and the transfer portal taketh away. We had uh, told you about some of the players that we lost. Hank Bachmeyer, for instance, entered the transfer portal well, yeah. last year. Um, we got uh, Kevon Wright from Boston College, uh, a uh, edge rusher. We also had Tyler Wagus of Utah. So there's two players from Power 5 conferences that are going to be coming to play at Boise State next year. Uh, Kevon Wright was the first to announce his commitment uh, this week on Wednesday. Six foot four, 217 pounds, goes by the nickname of Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. The big cheese. Uh, so anyway, he was originally recruited by Boise State coming out of Manville High School, and he had redshirted last season at Boston College, but he will be coming with four years of eligibility to play at Boise State. The uh, other player from Power 5 Conference, uh, Utah defensive end, Tyler Wagus, announced he is headed to Boise. He's six foot six, 228 pounds. Mm-hmm. He was also offered by Boise State in 2020, coming out of San Juan Hills High School in California. 
so he'll be coming here. And then three-star high school prospect, Vegas received a handful of Power 5 offers from programs like California, Oregon State, Virginia, and Washington State. Chose Utah, but now he is choosing to uh, come to Boise. Uh, the other one, and this is a this is a big guy. Um, they uh, dipped into the transfer portal again on Wednesday. Picked up a commitment from uh, Cerritos College safety Milo Lopez. Get this, six foot. This is safety, mm-hmm. six foot three, two hundred and ten pounds. That's linebacker size. Used to be, yeah, six three, two hundred and ten pounds. So uh, he will also be coming uh, our way in Boise State next year. And uh, I think he has two more years. And then the final one was Sheldon Newton of Northern Arizona. Um, he's going to be coming to Boise State. Now, Sheldon is over 300 pounds. Another defensive end, by the way, which Boise State, after losing quite a few players this year to graduation, mm-hmm. um, needed to refill. Uh, this guy weighs over 300 pounds, six foot four, and over 300 pounds. He's got two years of eligibility left, too. So, uh, big week. Congratulations to Boise State on uh, your pickups. Can't wait for football to start. I know we're still just the beginning of basketball season, but love me some Boise State football. Looking forward to next year. KBY News Time, 6.45. Time for uh, more sports. There is more sports going on this morning. This update uh, with Rick Worthington is brought to you by Pork Belly in CUNA. Uh, you love gravy biscuits and gravy you're going to find the best gravy because that's what makes your biscuit i mean well no that's not even true you have to have great biscuits and you have to have great gravy they have great biscuits and spectacular country gravy you don't believe me try it out for yourself pork belly in cuna good morning anybody interested in college basketball may have been watching the gonzaga bulldogs last night take on byu By the way, that game in Provo went right down to the wire. BYU had a really good second half, and this is how the game concluded. Strother pulls up, shoots a quick three, and buries it with nine and a half to go. Call on ESPN Radio as uh, that go-ahead three-point shot in transition to give Gonzaga the late lead. They went to beat BYU by a score of 75-74. to Bulldogs right now are the number eight team in the country. They're 15 and three overall and four and oh in their conference games. BYU's had a good season so far. They're 13 and seven, but they're three and two in their conference games right now as well. What else is happening in sports this weekend? How about one of the best weekends for football? If you like the NFL, this is the weekend for it. You'll have a couple games on Saturday. You'll have a couple games on Sunday and you'll have a Monday night football game. Saturday begins with coverage of the Seattle Seahawks right here on News Talk KBOI when they take on the San Francisco 49ers. That game will kick off at 2.30 Mountain, and again, we'll have it for you right here. By the way, the other games this weekend include the Chargers taking on the Jaguars. Sunday's games, Miami is at Buffalo, the Giants at Minnesota, and Baltimore at Cincinnati. There is a Monday night game that will be the Cowboys taking on Tom Brady and the Bucks. I'm Rick Worthington. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 707, good morning, Friday the 13th. Dow down 305 points. The futures head of the opening here in uh, a little over 20 minutes from now. A lot of red showing up. 
all across the board. We'll get in uh, to it a little bit with Jeremiah Bates coming up here in about 15 minutes. It is Open Phones Friday. Don't forget that is brought to you by Fast Eddie's, where every fill up you can save up to a dollar forty a gallon at Fast Eddie's. Uh, fuel expensive uh, still, even though prices have been dropping, but. Dollar forty off a gallon, and the cake I got on my last fill-up is pretty darn amazing. You get uh, thirty cents a gallon off just by getting your car washed, and you know this is the time of year where it's really easy to get your car all dirty. So get that filled up, thirty cents a gallon, and then you get ten cents a gallon if you have a Chevron card, and then another up to one dollar off if you have an Albertsons reward card and have got up to a dollar worth of uh, rewards there available. So get in today, get your fill up, and save $1.40. That's on every fill up. The least expensive gas you're going to find anywhere in the Treasure Valley is at Fast Eddie's. 208-336-3700 is our phone number to get through today. Uh, open phones Friday. You can also call us toll-free 1-800-529-5264. Email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. You can also text us, same as our main number, Dylan in Boise. It's Open Phones Friday. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Good morning. Open Phones Friday. Yes, it um, is. <laughs> um, good morning, fellas. So, you know, I love the the giving back to the people with the tax money and all that stuff, but I would love to know if there is visitor logs, if who Governor Little had met with as far as college um, leaders over the past few weeks to prevent just the all the tuition going up and just portaling money right from a from a student right back to the colleges you know you know is there some sort of limitation on state colleges to raise their tuition obviously private can do whatever they want but maybe you know your tuition can't increase more than CPI or something like that cuz this is just going to this is just going to funnel money right to the the colleges into more buckets how big are their endowments i mean these colleges are just Porking people that were trying to get to the education point. Yeah, that's a that's a very good question, and we we made the same argument when uh, Biden was talking about you know throwing out free money for colleges too to help with college loans. It's like well, there, you can help that out, and we see it with everything uh, these days. It's like with the tax advantages you get that seventy five hundred dollar tax break you get if you buy an electric vehicle. It was almost the next day that electric vehicles went up seventy five hundred dollars in price. <laughs> yeah, guarantee you if they don't limit it, advertise it, make sure everybody knows about it. There, there's no student benefit here. It's it smells to me. But anyways, you guys have a good day. Thank you. you. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I I didn't even think about that. Uh, emails uh, coming in uh, here this morning. If you want to get those in, Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Another thing that uh, we are talking about again today is uh, Biden documents, classified documents being found at a third location this week. President Biden's handling of classified documents, the subject of a full-scale criminal investigation by his own Justice Department. The extraordinary circumstances here require the appointment of a special counsel for this matter. Those extraordinary circumstances, a chain of events that began on November 2nd, when Biden's personal attorneys discovered at least 10 top secret documents about a number of foreign countries at the Penn Biden Center, a Washington think tank. Those lawyers contacted the National Archives, which quickly reached out to the Justice Department. It's interesting. Yesterday, you had a congressman, Democratic congressman, who said um, this. This sounds like something Republicans would do. Would would plant the 
information at Biden's residence. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 that, apparently that's the default uh, that you go to. Uh, also on the View yesterday, one of the uh, women of the View said the same thing. It's like this is this is what Republicans do. They plant evidence like this just to get out of their problems. Um, that person was quickly Whoopi Goldberg said, eh, yeah, yeah, exactly. no, not, that's not true in this particular case. Uh, Joy Behar, who uh, is an idiot, in my opinion, um, she's also one of the members in The View, did get, sometimes you fall down and get something right. Uh, and I totally agree with her on, on this. She did say that yesterday she thinks the luckiest man in the United States is President Trump. All because he's, he's because of this happening, yeah. She's oh, saying well. she's saying because this is happening, it's going to be impossible to indict President Trump without indicting Biden. And she says, "I don't see them indicting Biden." And I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah, she could. It's have like, a, yeah, you're right. Trump is lucky in this. She could have a point there. Yeah, um, former Bush administration uh, ethics attorney talked about this yesterday about what's going on when it comes to classified top secret documents take a listen well this is a dumpster fire for sure uh, i gave the lectures in the bush white house on how to handle classified information with the director of the national archives and i uh, talked to people who worked in other uh, administrations my friend craig Krishishian, who worked in the reagan administration we've had the same rules in every administration uh, first whether it's classified or not you do not take it out of there if you did not bring it into the white house you do not take it out, any documents. Second, if it's classified, it has to be stored uh, in a sensitive compartmentalized information facility, a SCIF. Well, the Penn Biden Center is not a SCIF. This is a think tank set up by a university whose president raised uh, tens of millions of dollars from the Chinese. She's now the ambassador to Germany. I conveniently forgot about the Chinese money at her confirmation hearing. Uh, the garage uh, in your home is not a skiff. You can store your Chevrolet, your Corvette, in the garage, not uh, classified information. So even as President of the United States, now he cannot keep classified documents in that garage. I have no idea what's going on here, but this is a dumpster fire for sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is President uh George W. Bush's White House ethics attorney, Richard Painter, uh, talking about this. Yeah, from, uh, I didn't realize... He's from, he, he's from Minnesota. He ran for office a couple of years ago, but he didn't get elected. I, I, I didn't realize that the documents... I know they had to be stored in a secure place. I didn't realize that they had to be stored in a skiff, which is like one of the most secure locations that you can store things. I mean, they go to skiffs. You know, apparently, there are plenty of people, even at the highest levels, who didn't uh, yes. realize that either. And apparently, I guess, a garage with a Corvette in it is not considered a skiff. We got to hear uh, right there. There's more, there's more information on this. Um, yesterday, like I said, in case you hadn't heard, a third location with documents was found. This is on top of the documents found on November 2nd. The second location was December 20th, and then just yesterday, a third location was found to uh, be holding these documents. Your thoughts? If you want to weigh in, email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Stick around. Coming up next, we'll uh, talk about what's going on with the stock market this morning. It's, we've been having such a good week. 
And then it looks like, as of right now, um, we're going to see downside coming your way. We'll find out why with Jeremiah Bates right now. Let's check on what's going on with sports again. Brought to you by our friends at Pork Belly in CUNA, the best breakfast and lunch you're going to find. Check out their entire menu at porkbellyidaho.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and get in on some daily specials. Good morning. We look at basketball for Boise State. They will travel to Wyoming tomorrow, and they're on a three-game winning streak when they take on the last-place Cowboys. The last two games, the offense has really clicked, shooting better than 50% in both games, as well as shooting over 50% from three. Tyson Degenhardt had six assists against UNLV and says passing has been a big reason why. Ever since like the Texas A&M game, we've really had an emphasis on assists. I think we had 17 or 18 tonight. 17, yeah. And that's, that's our goal. Our goal is 18 every game, so... Uh, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're starting to, to click as an offense, and we're hoping to keep that rolling. Degenhardt has had a double-double in each of the last two games. 19 points and 10 rebounds against Utah State and 17-12 and 12 at UNLV. Airtime tomorrow from Wyoming will be 8.30. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. I'll just caution you on tomorrow night's game. Wyoming is in last place, but they play much, much better at home. There's one game on the schedule for tonight. Utah State will be in Reno to take on the Wolfpack. Tomorrow's games include Air Force at Fresno State. Colorado State heads to Las Vegas to take on UNLV. And New Mexico will take on San Diego State. The Broncos and Wyoming are the last game of the night. That game will be on Fox Sports 1, FS1, as well as right here on News Talk KBOI. I'm Rick Worthington. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 723, Jeremiah Bates with us. Uh, His voice is a little bit better than it was yesterday after taking a karate chop to the throat. Um, the Friday, the 13th stock market doesn't look too good as of right now. A lot of, uh, red up there, Dow, uh, down about 300 points, uh, ahead of the opening here in a few minutes. Uh, Bed Bath and Beyond, though, I want to talk a little bit about that because, uh, that stock is just going haywire, uh, amid, what is it, bank, last week they were claiming that they may not be able to stay open because they have to file for bankruptcy, and yet... People found this attractive for some reason. (laughs) It's like, oh, it sounds like a great stock that I should be buying. Well, you know, the the main takeaway that I have from Bed Bath & Beyond and the meme stock mania that happened in the uh, not-too-recent history is that it is speculation, but you got to remember... Last week, Bed Bath and Beyond said the company or said that bankruptcy was on the table. Like Bed Bath and Beyond is in a terrible spot from a fundamental standpoint. They had a terrible uh, holiday retail season. Um, their balance sheet does not look good. I mean, they were literally talking about bankruptcy just a few days ago. Now, if you look at the performance of Bed Bath and Beyond over the past five days, it's up over two hundred percent. So this the main takeaway here is that many a lot of times we see this speculation in the market. There's no connection with the underlying economy, with the fundamentals. This is pure just traders going in and really trying to do what's called a short squeeze. And we saw this with GameStop, we saw this with AMC a couple years ago. This is when you have speculation, you have many traders placing bets that this stock will drop in price in the near future. So these short sellers 
They go borrow shares of the stock because then they want to go buy them back after the stock falls. Well, then you kind of get this army of uh, of retail traders right. that go in on the other side, and then they create what's called a short squeeze, where these short the people who sold these shares anticipating the stock would fall, they got to go and cover their position, meaning they have to go do a tremendous amount of buying to make sure that they can uh, basically stop the bleeding and catch a falling knife. So we're certainly seeing that uh, that being the case here. And there's a significant amount of selling uh, short sellers for Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> so they're really trying to cover their positions right now. But holy smokes, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond has been a whipsaw the last few days. Down a little bit in pre-market trading, but yesterday it was up. Um, I think around fifty percent. Wow. So it's just it's just wild we, stuff uh, we're seeing here. We got a message uh, from Jim on uh, Facebook. Says he likes to call it blood bath and beyond. <laughs> he said it's like playing the uh, cum line on the craps table. I've made about twelve thousand dollars this week. Buy low and sell high. Yeah, I mean it. It, it, it could, now here's the thing: it's moving quick, so this thing could quickly turn to the downside because you got to take it for what it is. Yeah. Like well, you got to understand. That, I think that's why he said it's. It, this is just like if you were going to take your money to Las Vegas and and play craps with it. You you just don't know what's going to happen. You could get lucky, or you could be wiped out. Exactly. Knowing why you're buying a stock in the first place should be question number one if you are a trader, a speculator, uh, or a long-term investor. Knowing why you buy it. So at this point. <laughs> determining your why of going in if you decide to buy Beth and Beyond, which which I am not a proponent of, to be clear here. Um, the, the risks are very high, but that's how you would want to look at it, right? If you want to try and capture this upswing, go right ahead. Buyer be warned, though, because uh, think of it as your Vegas money. You could put it on black. You could put it on red. You might win big or you might lose big. All right. Uh, we'll get an update from you in about an hour. As of right now, though, it looks like cross the board going to be opening up the stock market on the downside. Uh, hopefully, though, it won't be so down that it won't ruin uh, what has been a good week. Uh, since last week, we're up over 1,000 points. So, But as of right now, almost 300 points down. Uh, have a great weekend. You're, uh, we're off Monday, so we won't talk to you until Tuesday of next week. Sounds great. Thanks, gents. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Uh, the unmistakable sounds of Hank Williams Jr., not his biggest radio hit, but maybe the hit song that he is known best for, just because it was used so many years for Monday Night Football. All my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. Mm-hmm. It's going to be here uh, at the Ford Idaho Center coming up later this summer. Tickets will go on sale coming up this morning, 10 a.m. sharp. We have one more pair of tickets to win before you can buy them. Lock in your speed dial, 208-336-3700 or pound 670 on your Verizon wireless if you want a chance to uh, win those. We'll give you a chance to win very shortly. Email us. Call us. It's Open Phones Friday. It's brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian on Eagle Road. Uh, email in. This is from Brandon in uh, Boise. says, uh, Mike, I appreciate you being charitable in regards to Lisa Sanchez's situation, but I'm not understanding how she could have made this error. Now, this is a story we talked about earlier this week that uh, apparently she moved at the end of December, and when she moved, she moved into... A different district. Yeah, so apparently she was she just renting a place and she had to leave it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 
She moved slightly out of the district. So she's moved out of the district, and new rules that were put in by the legislature last year saying in cities of over 100,000 people, you have to have elections based on districts. So she no longer lives in the district that she was elected in. So that was the reason why she wasn't at last Tuesday's city council meeting. Uh, Brandon goes on to write, the city's own website has a very clear map and even an address search function to find out what district you are in. As a Boise citizen, I suspect that Ms. Sanchez is either not being honest about what happened or she's simply not qualified to be on the council if she can't properly navigate a map and address search. Why why is she being dishonest about it? Because he's saying that she said, I uh, talked to various people and they told me that that was in within mm. the district. Brandon also okay. has a link to the map that shows you can do your search on your address and shows whether you're in that district or not. Gotcha. So he's he's saying that she should have been able to do this search. Corey writes in kind of the same thing. She said, if she isn't smart enough to know her district boundaries, she has no business being on the city council. Okay. Uh, Robin writes in on another subject. As a, and it's Open Phones Friday, so you can talk about anything you want. As a retired military member, we went through mandatory training every year on how to handle classified information. What happens when uh, people do not? They get their clearance pulled. President Biden should have his security pl- clearance pulled. Also, destroy classified, question mark, LOL. I've been through classified warehouses. It's not like you can just destroy it. Hmm. Okay. You apparently have more experience with classified information than i do and probably chris does i i don't think i've ever had classified information in my hands As a matter of fact i'll i'm sure i haven't i've been sent emails that said don't tell anybody about this but they weren't from the government <laughs> kby news time 744 it is open phones friday we do have phone lines open 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your verizon wireless get a final check on what's going on with sports this morning it is uh brought to you by pork belly in cuna the place to go for uh, breakfast and lunch every single day and when i say every day i mean every day monday through sunday seven days a week they're open up at 7 a.m in the morning till 2 p.m in the afternoon get into pork belly for breakfast or lunch today good morning anybody interested in college basketball may have been watching the gonzaga bulldogs last night take on byu By the way, that game in Provo went right down to the wire. BYU had a really good second half, and this is how the game concluded. Strother pulls up, shoots a quick three, and buries it with nine and a half to go. Call on ESPN Radio as uh, that go-ahead three-point shot in transition to give Gonzaga the late lead. They went to beat BYU by a score of 75-74. to Bulldogs right now are the number eight team in the country. They're 15 and three overall and four and oh in their conference games. BYU's had a good season so far. They're 13 and seven, but they're three and two in their conference games right now as well. What else is happening in sports this weekend? How about one of the best weekends for football? If you like the NFL, this is the weekend for it. You'll have a couple games on Saturday. You'll have a couple games on Sunday and you'll have a Monday night football game. Saturday begins with coverage of the Seattle Seahawks right here on News Talk KBOI when they take on the San Francisco 49ers. That game will kick off at 2.30 Mountain, and again, we'll have it for you right here. By the way, the other games this weekend include the Chargers taking on the Jaguars. Sunday's games, Miami is at Buffalo, the Giants at Minnesota, and Baltimore at Cincinnati. There is a Monday night game that will be the Cowboys.
Cowboys taking on Tom Brady and the Bucks. I'm Rick Worthington. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 7.52, it is Open Phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless if you want to get through to us this morning. I also want to uh, just mention, for those of you, had a couple people write in saying they're having trouble picking us up listening online, and part of that, I believe, is there's a problem with Chrome uh, this morning, and we had problems here. We talked about it earlier, being able to mm-hmm. get into our computer, and uh, we're, we're with Chrome also. And I think the problems, if you are trying to listen online, have to do with Chrome. If you want to sign in, I uh, just got a, a message from somebody who was trying to sign in, and I told him that Chrome may be having a problem, and he was able to get back in uh, by signing in on Edge instead of Chrome. So you, you might want to try a, a different way of signing in. Keep in mind, you can also uh, listen on your phone if you want. You can listen through KBOI.com or the iHeartRadio app. Try one of those and uh, see if that might work. So, But anyway, for those of you who may have had trouble trying to listen to us, and I know there are a lot of people who listen on uh, the uh, Internet, that could be your problem. Just try signing in a different way. Gotcha. It is 7.53, uh, 35 degrees now in downtown Boise. Stock market not down 300 points, which is good news. It's only down 83 points uh, after the opening here about 20 minutes ago. Coming up, don't forget, if uh, you don't have money in the stock market but would like a retirement plan, tonight is your drawing for $1.35 billion. The Mega Millions, no winner, picked last Tuesday, so that means another chance for you to be a billionaire Coming up, instant billionaire tonight. That drawing will be happening in about, uh, I believe it's 8 o'clock our time, a little after 8 o'clock our time. Is it 8 o'clock? Nine, maybe it's nine, 9 o'clock. Sorry, 9 o'clock our time. So if you're going to get your tickets and want that 1 in 302 million to 1 chance uh, at winning one, as we always say, $1.35 billion. So you're saying there's a chance. Saying there's a chance. Um, somebody's going to have to explain this to me. I don't, I don't understand this. H.R. 26, known as the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act, which was introduced in Congress in the House this week, would mandate uh-huh. that healthcare practitioners exercise the proper degree of care in the case of a child who survives an abortion or attempted abortion. In other words, they're born alive, even though they were trying to be aborted. So they're far enough along in the process, the cooking process that they ended up living through the abortion. It passed mostly along party lines with 219 Democrats and uh, Republicans and one Democrat supporting it, while 210 Democrats opposed it. The legislation requires the child be immediately admitted to a hospital and that any health care professional must do their due diligence to preserve the life and health of the child as they would any other child who is born alive. Congressman Jerry Nadler, however, argued that the bill endangered infants by demanding that they receive medical care, which may not be appropriate. Take a listen. The problem with this bill is not that it makes anything, that it is not that it provides any new protection for infants. The problem with this bill is that it endangers some infants by stating that that infant must immediately be brought to the hospital where, depending on the circumstances, that may be the right thing to do for the health and survival of that infant, or it may not. That is the problem with this bill. It, it, it um, um, directs and, and mandates a certain medical care 
which may not be appropriate, which may be endanger the life of an infant in certain circumstances. That's why we oppose this bill. Not I don't. I don't understand. I, I get. I get the argument that some people are trying to make, and and in, in my opinion, I mean, I have my way of thinking on abortions, and some people are saying this is taking away, you know, the rights of women to choose their their health care. Okay, beyond that, get beyond that. If a child is born alive, you lose the argument of it's not a child because it's just a fetus. All right. As some people argue, it's like, hey, it's not a child till it's here. It's born alive. I don't understand. I guess I don't get the argument of trying to keep that child alive if it is born alive after it is born alive. Uh, this this isn't the answer to your question, but there was a doctor uh, on one of the news programs last night that said uh, this doesn't even happen. Well, then why are they against If it never happens, why are they against it? They said because politicians think it happens. There's a, a pro-life group that thinks people, you know, have abortions right up to the day that the baby's due to be born. Mm-hmm. And uh, which the individual last night, the gynecologist that was on the OBGYN said, uh, no, nobody does that procedure. If there is, they said, in fact, after 18 weeks, if there's an abortion done, it's generally because of a serious medical issue and that there's no such thing as having an abortion and then having the baby survive the abortion. So if that is the case, why, why is Jerry Nadler so upset about this? Why doesn't he just say, hey, doctors say this never happens, so this is no big deal. We'll vote for it because I, it never happens anyway. I don't think he knows that. <laughs> or he thinks the doctor that I saw on television last night didn't know what they were talking about, despite you know, being a doctor. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to weigh in, it is Open Phones Friday. We'll talk about this or anything else. You want to talk about the uh, third uh, trove of classified documents being found, uh, again, yesterday at one of Biden's properties. You can talk about that. Um, we've got some more stuff we'll talk about. Plus, we've got Hank Williams Jr. tickets still on the way before 10 o'clock. Stick around. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. I don't know about uh, superstitious, like I said, kind of stitious when it comes to Friday the 13th, but... <laughs> kind of stitious? Kind of stitious. It is Friday the 13th. Does that mean we will not have a lucky winner for our lottery drawing coming up tonight? That would be interesting to, you know, win a billion dollars on Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. I, I guess you could probably finally say after that that maybe it's not so... Well, not for everybody. Unlucky. Also pretty lucky, um, maybe not the 13th, because it didn't happen on the 13th, uh, but there were uh, a couple of big winners in Idaho, the Mega Millions, Big Friend Group, as they are known, take turns each month buying Mega Millions tickets here in Idaho, according to lottery officials. The group of nine, who have been friends for 12 years, uses the game as a fun way to keep in touch. One of the winners said, according to an Idaho lottery Facebook post on Tuesday of this week, that each ticket has nine lives, so every member can participate winner said 
to their surprise, the group won one million dollars from the Mega Millions ticket they bought at a Jackson's food store in Boise in November. They never thought they'd win this big. Of course, who does? <laughs> Eight friends received one hundred and eleven thousand one hundred dollars mm-hmm. by the while the one friend who bought the ticket got an extra one hundred dollars. <laughs> It's, a, it's only fair. Did somebody cry? That's unfair. <laughs> it's only fair. Megan's Millions jackpot currently estimated $1.35 billion, fifth largest jackpot of any kind in uh, U.S. history. Drawing will be happening at 9 o'clock our time tonight. Ever heard those stories about people who, like a whole office, goes in on tickets, and then uh, a ticket is a winner and the, the person who bought them said, okay, but that wasn't one of the office tickets. Yeah. I, also, I also bought $5 worth of tickets just for myself. That's and why, what won was one of those tickets. That's why I never give people money to take to Vegas to put on red or black. Yeah. Because it's like, how, how do you know? It's like, well, I put it on red and I won $5,000, but that wasn't your money. I earmarked your money for, you know, and it lost. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in Las Vegas with a friend once, a couple of friends actually, and and one of them said that his dad had given him twenty dollars and told him what to bet it on, and he went and did that, and he won like a hundred and fifty dollars, and he immediately phoned his dad and said, "I'm bringing you home a hundred and fifty dollars." See, thought, now that's an honest well, now, person. Yeah, that's an honest guy. Why so. doesn't that person run for office? Well, he was trying to stay in the will, I think, as well. <laughs> um, also, sad news yesterday: uh, Lisa Marie Presley passed away yesterday mm-hmm. at the age she's only 54 and this was just a couple of days after appearing at the golden globes well uh, I, now i didn't watch the golden globes but apparently somebody who did said that she did not look well at all i don't know i could i don't have anything to compare her with yeah well i'd seen pictures from the golden globes but i don't know what she is she has looked like you know yeah a year ago to compare her with now the only thing that I was sure, and sure enough, it happened, uh, uh, you know, she, because she's claimed she had cardiac arrest, rushed to the hospital, or she uh, ended up passing away. And the only thing I knew for sure is if I checked out the doctors on Facebook, that they would already have the cause of death. And sure enough, when I checked out, you know, Facebook, those doctors had already said it was because of the COVID vaccine. So, <laughs> I love that. There you are. Everybody's a doctor on Facebook. Sure enough, uh, even though they don't have any idea whether she was even vaccinated, doctors have not had a chance to do the autopsy to say exactly what the cause of death was. And who knows? There are times that you never know the cause of uh, death, but already... guy wrote me the other day, and he said, a lot more people are dying now than used to. What's the deal with that? Here's what I don't understand. And well, I looked up the statistics. They're not. They're, they're not, yeah. Um, here's what I don't understand. What was everybody dying of before there was a vaccine? Hmm. Before there was COVID? Well, old age, I guess, but that's not everyone. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We will take a break. When we come back, we've got a $50 gift certificate to R&R Barbecue with our Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. Keep in mind, we also have Hank Williams Jr. tickets. One more pair. One more lucky person is going to get tickets before you buy them. They go on sale at 10 a.m. 
this morning for his concert at the Ford Idaho Center coming up later this summer. If you want to win those tickets, we will give them away before 10 o'clock. Right now, though, it's time for Bronco Sports Today. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-888-4128. That's the number to call if you have any information that you need on real estate needs. Buying, selling, investing. It's Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. Sponsor of the Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. Jerry, you're going to get first crack at our $50 gift certificate today. Uh, our question, Jerry, who was the first president of the United States whose mommy voted for him? <laughs> well, I'm not real confident in the answer, but I'm thinking it was uh, Franklin and Roosevelt? Uh, well, you can be more confident now because Franklin Delano Roosevelt is officially the answer. Wow. Now, uh, I know why you were probably a, a little you know, hesitant because he was the fourth president elected after women got the right to vote. However, Harding, Coolidge, and Hoover's mothers had all passed away before mm-hmm. they ran for president. So those mommies FDR's, didn't vote uh, for their sons. FDR's yeah. mother lived yeah. in the White House with them and apparently yeah, did not... Snooping to see that. Yeah, apparently <laughs> did not like uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, did not get along with Eleanor Roosevelt, and uh, did not recognize any authority held by Eleanor Roosevelt. Interesting. However, well, it was free rent, and you got to live in the White House, so you had to put up with a little bit of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Jerry. Hang on the line. You've got a $50 gift certificate to R&R Barbecue for knowing our damn near impossible question. Now, for those of you who did not get a chance to win the R&R Barbecue, you still have another chance to get your R&R Barbecue $50 gift certificate. However, it's going to cost you a little bit. It'll cost you half of $50. Coming up here in just 36 minutes from now. 36 minutes. KBOI sweet deal. One of the sweet deals, we have two for you again today. One of the sweet deals is R&R Barbecue. $50 gift certificate for only $25. bucks. you have got uh, chopped and sliced brisket, ribs, chicken, pulled pork, tacos, nachos, so, so much. And you have two locations that you can use that at, downtown Boise and in Meridian. That's one of the sweet deals going on sale at 9 o'clock sharp. The other deal, Deja Brew Bistro, downtown Meridian with fresh muffins, Papa's Classic Breakfast, my favorite, by the way, when it comes to their breakfast. If you like Eggs Benedict, they have five different types to choose from, plus a whole lot more. Downtown Meridian right there on Main Street, that can be yours coming up at 9 o'clock. Two of those sweet deals, they go on sale 9 o'clock sharp. Sign in just before nine and then don't forget to hit your refresh button you also might want to check to make sure that you're not one of the people that are having a hard time signing in your computers on anything this morning because uh, of chrome having some problems uh, you might want to check that out a little ahead of time so that you can sign in a different way but go to kboi.com and then click on the sweet deal link from there it's easy follow the information and you can get any one of those deals or both of them Half-price deals, $50 for only $25 at 9 o'clock. We'll take a break. News is coming up here next. It is Open Phones Friday, 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. What do you want to talk about today? That's what Friday is all about. We'll talk about what you want to talk about. Feel free to call us, or you can also email chris at kboi.com or mike at kboi.com. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI.
Hank Williams Jr. Tickets go on sale 10 a.m. this morning. Jordan Thomas does not have to worry about that. <laughs> Jordan Thomas, uh, color number six, picked up a pair of tickets to see Hank Williams Jr. coming up when he comes to town in Nampa, Ford Idaho Center later this year. Congratulations, Jordan. Congrats, congratulations yeah. to all of our winners uh, this week who were the first to have tickets to the Hank Williams Jr. show coming up here. They don't go, like I said, they want them before you can buy them. They don't go on sale till 10 o'clock this morning. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind if you want to get those tickets. They will go on sale 10 o'clock sharp. Also on the way here in 20 minutes, don't forget our KBOI sweet deals. There are two again this week, sweet deals of the week. They go on sale at 9 o'clock sharp. You have R&R Barbecue, $50 gift certificate, and a $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew Pub in Meridian. Both of those go on sale for half price, $50 gift certificate for only 25 bucks. You go to KBOI.com, click on the sweet deal link, and then uh, be ready to take advantage. It is Open Phones Friday. Phone lines are open at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. You can email chris at kboi.com and mike at kboi.com if you uh, can't call us. still works out the same way. Huge thank you to our friends, Fast Eddie's and Meridian, for uh, bringing us Open Phones Friday as the uh, sponsor. Don't forget, great place to go for breakfast. Get in. Earl of Sandwich opens at 7 a.m. every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, you want to get great breakfast burritos or breakfast sandwiches? They are delicious. It's the only Earl of Sandwich located in Idaho, and you find it at Fast Eddie's. A couple of uh, emails to uh, get to. Um, this is our listeners are funny. Um, <laughs> Christy writes in, Mike at KVOI.com. Uh, this has to do with our Casper and Chris damn near impossible question. He says, nowadays, if your mother is dead, she can still vote for you. Hmm, funny. <laughs> uh, Joe writes it, same subject. Some women abuse the right to vote. Here's one. The wife of an Iowa Republican who ran for Congress in 2020 was arrested this Thursday and accused of casting 23 fraudulent, fraudulent votes on behalf of her husband. 23? 23. Wait a minute. I thought Democrats said how, that's impossible. How does one go about doing that? I don't know, because uh, all we've heard is that can't happen. There's proof that it happened. However, luckily, the person got caught and has been accused and arrested for casting 23 fraudulent votes. Mike uh, weighed in about the what he says the differences are between uh, Trump and Biden and their situations of, of having classified documents. Uh, He writes, Bradley Moss, a Washington, D.C. lawyer who works on national security cases, says the cases share threshold similarities. Trump and Biden, as private citizens, had documents marked classified, stored in unauthorized locations, a uh, breach of federal laws. Moss added the Biden team immediately notified the government of the issue after locating the documents and returning them to government control. The Trump team, time and again, delayed, procrastinated, and obfuscated efforts by the National Archives and the Justice Department to recover the records at Mar-a-Lago. Then there is the number of documents, Biden maybe 20 to 25, Trump over 300. Now, I, I think that Biden number might need to be updated. Yeah, because that was, I mean, they found between 12 and 24 the first trove of documents and, that and, they found and, and now they it's, just keep locating them. yeah here here's the thing you know the there are differences in the facts in the case totally admit you know trump obfuscated you know said hey i 
declassified these, whatever. Um, Biden is, he says, and from all intents and purposes, looks like he is participating and saying, hey, yeah, they, uh, I, I don't know how they got there, but, you know, they, they apparently are classified and, um, even though he's not saying anything because about how they're stored, because once again, there are specific ways to store classic, classic, uh, classified documents. And yesterday, <laughs> the reporter asking about uh, the one stored in his, his garage with his Corvette, um, he, he, he got clapped back at the uh, reporter and said, Hey, my garage is locked. I won't park my Corvette out on the street. My garage is locked with my Corvette inside. So these documents, classified documents, were locked up with my Corvette in my garage. Does that make you wonder how many presidents have owned Corvettes? (laughs) He is proud of that Corvette, I will tell Uh, you. uh, Clearly. That's why he couldn't stay away from commenting on it yesterday when he was asked about it. This is the uh, third place that they have found classified documents. First, November 2nd. We just heard about those earlier this week. The second set were found December 20th. We just heard about those this week. And then the third location with his locked up with his Corvette at his home in Delaware um, were found this week. It does make you want to think, how many more documents? I mean, he says he doesn't know how they got there, didn't know that they were there. Should the FBI be doing a search like they did at Mar-a-Lago on all of his houses? I th- I, the one thing I think should be changed, and I said this yesterday, apparently there is no policy uh, that says, uh, okay, when, when we present you with classified documents, they have to be handled in a certain way and then deposited you know, back or given back someplace or stored in a particular way. Um, if, if there are strict rules about that, nobody is enforcing them, clearly, because you know we've only talked to two of the presidents so far, but... How many presidents will we need to talk to where they'd say, oh, yeah, I have a few at home somewhere. Yeah. Well, and this this particular thing didn't happen with a president. I mean, Joe Biden was, was vice president. The, right. He was vice president when these were taken out six years ago. And we heard this morning from uh, the ethics attorney for the Bush administration um, who gave training on classified documents and said these are never supposed to maybe, even leave the White House. Maybe if you asked the, the person, okay, thank you for this classified document. Now what am I supposed to do with it when I'm done using it? And the person turns and says, that's classified. Wonder that's how many nobody knows. training sessions are going on within the White House these days on, on how to do this. And like, like I said, it, it, if this wasn't... One would probably help. Yeah, if this wasn't so sad, it would be funny because of what has happened this week, because of how Biden ridiculed just back in September Trump, that how could he be so responsible as to allow this to happen? Again, before you make that statement, be mm-hmm. sure you don't have any. Yes. <sighs> 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless Phone lines are open. Stay right where you're at. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll get to some of your phone calls and some more of the emails. Uh, it is open phones Friday. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about today. Um, still on the way. Promise we are going to get you one more four-pack of tickets to the Harlem Globetrotters. That will be coming up here on the way sometime before 10. Sometime within the next hour, you'll have a chance to win that four-pack of Harlem Globetrotter tickets. They're going to be at the Ford Idaho Center on January 31st. Your chance to win on the way soon.
the night at 10. It's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. President Biden's handling of classified documents, the subject of a full-scale criminal investigation by his own Justice Department. The extraordinary circumstances here require the appointment of a special counsel for this matter. Those extraordinary circumstances, a chain of events that began on November 2nd, when Biden's personal attorneys discovered at least 10 top secret documents about a number of foreign countries at the Penn Biden Center, a Washington think tank. Those lawyers contacted the National Archives, which quickly reached out to the Justice Department. I think Joe Biden keeps in his closet. <laughs> That's a loaded question. A lot of secrets. His memory. <laughs> Documents that he shouldn't have. It's just uh, totally irresponsible. Joe Biden was caught keeping classified documents from his vice presidency in a D.C. office closet. What do you think about that? Wow. He, he should be arrested, but I don't want him impeached because she's worse than him. I really love Venn diagrams. You know, the circles, right? Didn't that happen recently to another president and he got uh, in trouble for that? The witch hunt continues. Biden says he had no idea he'd hidden the classified documents in the closet. Do you believe him? <laughs> no, I don't believe him. I think he knows. That's not something you really forget, you know. Let me tell you something. As delusional as that man is, he knew. He knew. He's not fooling anybody. Why is it do you think that Democrats like Hillary and Biden, they can mishandle classified documents and they just kind of get away with it? I don't think that's right on any part. That's a really good question is why are they above the law and not being held accountable? Hillary got to burn with, she put, Hillary should be in jail. Let's just like put it that way. I have a feeling that by the end of this evening, I'm going to be blamed for everything that's ever happened. Why not? What would happen if the FBI caught you mishandling classified documents? I'd be in jail in a heartbeat. What, are you kidding? I don't think they'll give me slack like they would them. Definitely not. I'm not a part of the party. I know that I wouldn't be here with you. I'd be in a holding cell somewhere. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Another thing that this uh, will bring up, uh, as far as scrutiny, the discovery of the classified documents from Joe Biden's time as vice president could bring new attention uh, to an office president shared with his son, Hunter. And apparently the Chinese energy conglomerate linked to the Chinese military intelligence. Joe and Hunter Biden were office mates with executives from CFC China Energy in 2017, according to emails from Hunter's laptop. In an email to the general manager of the K Street office building, Hunter Biden said that the office would be shared by his consulting firm, Hudson West, CEFC China Energy, and the Biden Foundation, his family charity. Said, please have keys made available for new office mates, Hunter Biden wrote in a September 21st, 2017 email listing Joe Biden, his stepmother, uh, uh, Jill Biden, his uncle Jim Biden, and Gongwen Dong, whom he identified as emissary for the chairman of the now bankrupt Chinese energy conglomerate, CFC. That could be also problematic as we go along into this investigation. And like I said, this is going to be a, an investigation that's going to take a while because the uh, special counsel was just yesterday, Mary Garland named special counsel just yesterday to start the investigation on this. Yes, he did. So this is going to be something that goes on for, my guess is, months and months and months. Like they always do. Mm-hmm. 
couple of emails to get to. Uh, here's one from Austin. Says, as anyone uh, or as someone who voted for Biden, I think he and Trump should both be indicted. The problem with that is if Biden is indicted, which I approve of, uh, he should also be impeached as he should lose his clearance. If he is impeached, we have President Kamala Harris, which is much, much worse than Biden administration, in my opinion. So will Republicans wait until the next election to indict Biden? I don't think it's up to Republicans whether or not they indict. Am I am I wrong? If they're going to well, indict, up, that comes up to the up Department to, of Justice. It's right? up to Republicans in the House of Representatives if they would like to hold an investigation, which right. I'm sure they they uh, are considering, if not already planning to do. But can they indict somebody? That has to no. be done through the Department of Justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you know, it's it's like you said. The uh, the Attorney General has already said. You know, somebody said, well, why aren't you going to investigate this? And he says, well, we are. <laughs> yeah. We are going to investigate this. Um, Andrea writes in, Mike, at KBY.com. My thought on all these docs found in unsecured places. This is a uh, this is basement Biden's own side turning on him, as they usually do, trying to get him not to run again. Just too ironic to be no funny business happening here. All right, there's a first that's the first take we've heard on this that it's Biden's own people who are setting him up. Yesterday a congressman, Democratic congressman said that Republicans were doing it, they were planning you know, evidence. And well here's here's the deal. Anybody who has taken classified documents home, it's because nobody's paying attention. Yeah. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We'll take a break. We've got news coming up at the top of the hour. We'll uh, get back to your phone calls and emails. It is Open Phones Friday. Don't forget, Sweet Deals of the Week. Go to KBOI.com, click on the Sweet Deals link. They go on sale in three minutes. Ember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Now he's facing even more allegations that he illegally used campaign funds to cover personal expenses like rent. He sold voters on the American dream, telling them that he was the son of immigrants, that his parents fled and survived the Holocaust. None of that was true. And so now faced with growing calls for him to step down and resign, he says that he's not going anywhere. The loss of local party support is devastating for any congressperson, let alone a congressperson who was caught lying about everything from his resume to his identity to his religion to being on a winning college volleyball team. He lied about all of those things. But today, even as the world now knows that he lied about things that no congressman has ever taken the time to lie about before, George Santos remains defiant. Guys, I will not. Guys, you got to give us space. A little space here. This way. The New York Republicans are calling you a disgrace. Pardon me. Excuse me, guys. The powers are trying to get in the elevator. Excuse us. Now, you would think, given the magnitude of Santos's lies and his complete loss of support at the local level, you would think that leaders of the National Republican Party wouldn't leave the question of whether or not Santos gets to stay in Congress up to Santos himself. You would think that the Speaker of the House would not stand for that. You would be wrong. Are you going to take any action against him at this point? Are any of these allegations acceptable to you? What are the charges against him? Well, I mean, Is there a charge against him? You know, in America today, you're innocent until proven guilty. He's not wrong. As much well, as you may not like the fact He that may not have broken any laws, but he has proven to have lied to everybody about everything. But who gets to decide 
whether or not he remains a congressman. Probably the people who voted uh, for him, his, his own district. I exactly. It, it's not up to you or I. It's not up to Kevin McCarthy or the these Democrats things, in Congress to say, these you things, can't um, be a congressman anymore. You lie. Once upon a time, these things were not a problem because anybody who was caught would resign in disgrace. But apparently that's not an option so much anymore. And I don't mean this to say, as we're talking about this, that I think it's perfectly fine that he lied. Some of the stuff, I mean, some of the stuff that he lied about was stupid. You're just sitting there going, can this guy just not open his mouth and not have a lie come out? Lying about playing volleyball. Why why would you say that you're a college volleyball (laughs) player when, number one, you weren't a college volleyball player? Number two, you didn't attend the college you claimed to be playing volleyball for? And he has, I mean, just a long but list again, of lies. I mean, I, I understand uh, you know, why McCarthy said what he did, simply because uh, if he's ever charged with a crime, that'll be a different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, total, now, totally. right now, he has uh, definitely the people of his district have a beef with him if they want to create one. And apparently his local uh, uh, Republican uh, you know, Party chapter has uh, said, you know, we want him to resign right now, but yeah. he, he doesn't have to because they want him to. No, yeah, and, I mean, that, and that's just it. They, and, and, they've made life more difficult for him, but... Uh, I've heard uh, people talking about this and, and saying, man, if I made lies like this on my resume or if I lied to my boss about some of the stuff that he's lied about, I'd be fired immediately. Here's the thing. Congress, though, isn't the business no. that hired him. The people, as you mentioned, that hired him are the people that voted for him. Now, in the next election, if they vote for him to come back, and he wins his election, basically they're saying, we don't care that you lied. We like the work that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And you and I might not like it. I mean, we could weigh in if this was, say, Congressman Russ Fulcher, if this was Senator Risch, you and I could say, hey, we want, we want him gone because we're the people who vote for that particular congressman. But in this situation... You may not like it, but if he doesn't want to resign, like like I said, and and if you're upset that, you know, they're they're not going to try and impeach him, impeach him for what? Because and I mentioned this earlier this week when we brought this up. Here's the problem, and we're seeing the same thing with the documents, classified documents, with Biden and Trump, as people try to. make a difference between them in that hey there was over 300 for trump it's way worse because so far and this was earlier this week before the third location was found so far there's only like 10 to 20 documents so that's not near as bad here's the problem if you get into congress and you've mentioned this it's like you got you got to be be sure that your own house is clean before you start to make well ideally accusations if if congress is going to try to get him out some way shape or form by impeaching him for lying you better watch out because is there anybody in Congress right now who hasn't been confirmed to love lied about something in their lifetime? Good question. I don't have an answer to it, but my no, guess would be either. no. So if you sit there and say, hey, you lied, and then mm-hmm. you, you rush to try and impeach or vote to impeach... How do you then stand up and if you've been caught lying before and say, but I only lied, they only caught me once. They caught him a whole bunch of times. That's why I think this is problematic. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying him lying about everything that he's lied about is just ridiculous. But as lawmakers and congressmen, if you've ever lied, how do you come up and say, we need to get him out of here? He lied. I only lied once, but he lied a whole bunch of times. 
That's no, why I, I think I, it's going to be problematic. I, I can understand, like, for instance, let's say that you, uh, let's say you played college football, but you never got to be a starter, but you claim you were really good mm. and, you know, and a, a big part of your team. Uh, okay, that, that's one thing, because at least you were on the team, so you can, you can uh, you know, argue that, well, I tried and, and all this sort of thing, and I did get into games, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Uh, on the other hand, if you didn't even go to that college, that that just <laughs> that doesn't seem like exaggeration just, so much as just so stupid, just just straight out, uh, you know, BS. In this day and age, when you have a Google machine that you can pretty much look up anything when you make uh-huh. a statement, especially if you're a congressman, it just it, it just seems dumb to think that you're in some way, shape, or form going to get away with it. You know what I mean? The the uh-huh. lie now. Ha- like I said, his constituents may vote him into Congress again in in, in the next election. We don't we don't know, but I, I really think it's up to them. They hired him; it should be up to them to fire him. Yeah. And you, I mean, you can look at other. I mean, we talked about this before about how many times Joe Biden lied. You know, when he was running for Congress, ended up didn't hurting him because once again, the people that hired him, the voters hired him again and again for Congress, and also, even though they knew that he lied and got caught in those lies, also hired him to be president of the United States. Those are the people oh, that hired him. A lot of people vote by saying, you know, I know my candidate isn't good, but the other candidate is worse. Yeah. John in Boise, uh, good morning. You're on News Talk KDOI. Happy Friday the 13th. Hello? Hello, John, are you there? Yes, sir. Good morning to you. What's on your mind, John? Good morning. I would like to talk about Biden and his residence. He almost lost that residence when Bo died. He was going to sell it. Um, Obama bailed him out and gave him the money to afford that residence, which also has a separate mother-in-law quarters on there, which he has used as an income-earning property. So let alone we had unsecured documents. That place was also rented out as almost like an Airbnb so do we know who had access to that property that may have had access to his garage and unknown said locations? No, quite frankly, no, we don't. We don't have a lot of information on this. We just know that, yeah, it, you know, documents have no been alleged what, to be you know, found. Yeah, he says, well, I didn't know they were there. Ignorance is not justification. I mean, you say you did the right thing right off the bat, but yet it took two months before this whole story came out. How? And the timelines don't make any sense. Hmm. Thank you for the call, John. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Now, I remember when that that was happening. It was after Bo had died, and they had a bunch of expenses, and uh, Barack Obama offered to help uh Joe Biden out, but he didn't end up taking him up on it. I'll take your word for it because I don't remember. Yeah. And why would you lie about that thing? You're, uh, you're not I running for Congress, are you? No. Okay. But this was, uh, I think I heard about it in 2015. Laura writes in Mike at KBY.com. I wonder if after a president or vice president reads comments on or signs a specific document, it automatically becomes classified and left otherwise specified, or is it the opposite. No, it, it's the opposite. Is everything unclassified until it's deemed declared, stamped, or wished upon classified? I agree 
there should be a library of archives where docs are checked in and checked out, chased down, should they not be returned within a specific window of time. And I brought that up earlier this week. It's like, why, why can't it be something like if you check out these documents, you check them out. And if you don't return them, then then they come and say, hey, look, you haven't returned these documents. These are classified. What did yeah. you do with them? Uh, maybe that would solve the problem because apparently, I mean, based on the two last administrations, it's it's a problem. I'm sure a lot of things are illegal. Like, for instance, if you had classified documents and you gave them to somebody who's not supposed to see them, that's one thing. On the other hand, if you had the right to... Uh, to view the classified documents and you set them someplace and never went and picked them up again, I guess that can be negligence. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We will take a break. It's Open Phones Friday, so uh, as I mentioned, we'll talk about anything you want to talk about today. It's brought to you by Fast Eddie's. Don't forget, if you want to get an energy drink, if you can't find it at Fast Eddie's, they probably don't make it anymore. Over 400 different energy drinks every day that you can choose from. When we come back, uh, we'll continue to take some of your phone calls and emails if you want. Uh, also, uh want to talk about a proposal, a campaign that's being launched here in Idaho to encourage the Idaho legislature to pass legislation that would allow restricted driver's licenses for undocumented Idahoans. Illegal immigrants, yeah, d- basically. Different, different privileges than everybody else, but still driver's licenses. We'll, we'll talk about that and get your thoughts on that. And don't forget, we still have tickets coming up for you. Uh, Four-pack of tickets, as a matter of fact, for the uh, Harlem Globetrotters. We'll give those away sometime within the next half hour. Don't go away. Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. How are we doing with our sweet deals, by the way? Want to give us an update? Uh, let's see. Hang on. Hit refresh. And we started out with 250 R&R Barbecue certificates we still have 59 of those left so you can still get one wow that's fast go to kboi.com figure out how to do that there 250 and, uh, and then 200 of them are all go- uh, almost 200 are gone deja Bru bistro we started with 100 we have 52 left so there you can get either one and and they're both a, a terrific deal you will end up eating 50 dollars worth of food and paying 25 dollars for it and here we are, 22 after, and uh, the last couple of, I mean, they go so quickly. Yeah. So if you thought you missed out your chance, go to KBY.com, click on the Sweet Deals link. I will tell you, um, the Twisted District gift certificates that we had, we told you about earlier, gone. The gift certificates to La Peep and Meridian look like they are gone. However, there is one and one only enhanced concealed carry class at Idaho Enhanced Academy, $125 value for $62.50. There's only one left. So you have three sweet deals uh, available, local sweet deals that you can take advantage of right now. Once again, if you want to get them, go to KBOI.com, click on the sweet deal link. Owen in New Plymouth, thanks for being patient. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you and happy Friday the 13th. Well, good morning to you, gentlemen. How you doing? Good. Glad to hear that. Well, I served 21 years in the service and have quite an extensive history with uh, dealing with classified material. It's rather appalling to hear about, obviously, what's going on. Uh, Did, give you guys Owen, can I knock. can I ask you? Do you store yes. your classified material that you kept in your garage <laughs> with your Corvette? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, I can give you a synopsis of how that entire scenario is supposed to work. 
Um, so obviously you have a vault that carries that classified materials. You can check materials out to a deemed uh, suitable, secure place, normally lower classified materials such as uh, just, uh, you know, non-secret, basically your confidential type materials. And uh, But what follows that all the time is what's known as a chain of custody. You have to sign out for that. And the person in charge of that vault, um, anytime there's a change of um, leadership, if you will, they have to totally go through all of them paper, paper. If it's a book with 200 pages, you go through it page by page, and you have to account for all that. And then, because all of that was signed out, you have to go then and audit all of those other secure places via chain of custody. So, obviously, our upper echelon is not doing their job the way it's deemed uh, we would be uh, hung up to dry if we did it like that. So, no, <laughs> you can't take that out of there. Thank you, Owen. Uh, appreciate the uh, info. Yeah, no problem. You guys have a great day. You too. Robin wrote back in and said, again, we have mandatory training on how to handle classified documents. The president should have his security clearance pulled. Also, in the real secure world, he should uh, have not been able to take that from a secure location. Now it has been mentioned it was randomly found in the pen building in his garage, in his house. He didn't even remember he had it, even a bigger risk, if you ask me. One of you has an airman and the guard, right? That's uh, You have children that are in the military. Oh, yeah, okay. I have uh, one still active military yeah. for the uh, uh, Air Force, yes. And Robin suggests we ask them how they handle classified information. Rich in Boise, um, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Well, uh, neither they they probably won't be charged with having the documents because you have to prove intent that they were and but there is proof that Trump intentionally hid documents after being subpoenaed lied to the FBI, moved them, and somebody ratted him out and told the FBI they were in Mar-a-Lago. They had probable cause in that warrant. They knew that he had hid those documents. And they, that, that's why that was a lawful warrant to be served on him. And that does show intent because he intentionally hid him and he intentionally lied about not returning all of them. There is a big difference. And as far as security goes, uh, Mar-a-Lago, there's all kinds of staff help, uh, people who clean and everything running around that place. It isn't any more secure than Biden's garage. But that doesn't really matter. It's not about how they were held secure. It's about obstruction of justice. Yeah, I completely disagree. Um, I, I do think it has to do with being secure because, as we heard earlier this morning uh, from a former uh, Bush administration lawyer um, saying that it, when it comes to storing, these get stored in skiffs. That's it. The garage does not rise to that. The Mar-a-Lago basement room that they were locked in does not rise to that. The office building um, that Biden shared with the uh, Russian energy company and his son doesn't rise. None of those rise to that. 
Um, so yeah, I, I I disagree that that it doesn't matter that they weren't stored in secure locations just because they were locked. That it just doesn't matter. But that's my opinion based on your opinion. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We will take a break. We'll talk more about this. It is Open Phones Friday. You want to talk about something else? We can do that, too. Um, and if you're on the line, John, Craig, stay right where you're at. I promise we'll get to you when we uh, come back after news at the bottom of the hour. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KDOI. 9.35, continuing with Open Phones, Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It's brought to you by Fast Eddie's. Don't forget, still a chance to uh, get your sweet deals if you would like. They are still there, um, believe it or not. R&R Barbecue, we started out with 250 That's a lot. Um, there are some uh, chance still to get those if you want. You also have Deja Brew Bistro. Get in and get all of those. We're down to what under fifty on both of those now. I Hang think is, I is will, about where we're at. I will check one more time. All right, go ahead. Uh, we have thirty-five R and R barbecue remaining and forty-six Deja Brew Bistro. There you go. Take advantage right now. There are half price deals available. Go to kboi dot com. Click on the sweet deals link. Craig and uh, Meridian. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Hey, good morning. I, I uh, don't understand where Rich, the all-knowing, gets his information, but there, there's no intent involved when it comes to classified documents. You know, when you when you have a classified document and you leave it on your desk like a buddy of mine did in a secure military installation in his office that he locked, and he had to resign his commission because of it, wow. he lost his lost his security clearance right away. There was no intent. You know, top secret and secret and confidential documents all get dealt with in a certain way. And if you violate that, it doesn't matter if you're a criminal or not or your intent or you want to be president or you were president. It's it's an immediate withdrawal of your security clearance, period, end of line. And that's the issue here. No intent. Hmm. Interesting. Thanks for the uh, info. Appreciate it, Craig. Uh, no problem. Jan writes in, Jan in Boise, and says, uh, good morning. One would think the government has people tracking confidential papers. I cannot uh, figure out a VP looking at a secret document, and uh, he is responsible. What department is in charge of top-secret documents? Uh, Apparently none. (laughs) uh, Well, all sorts of different departments issue top-secret documents. Clearly, the military has a lot of them. John in Nampa, 208-336-3700. Good morning. Happy uh, Friday the 13th to you. Yeah, yeah. happy Friday the 13th. Uh, it seems like it's been a whole two years of it. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny that Rich has to have three, four guys come on after him to explain how wrong he was. But the, the fact of the matter is that Joe Biden was a vice president, has no uh, automatic clearance to take anything out of the out of uh, classified information and take it anywhere. The president can at any time declassify anything he so deems fit to do so. Now, you may not like any of that, and you need to change that if you don't like it, but the fact of the matter, and I'll cite Bill Clinton as a case course that, that uh, upheld that same, that same line of thought, that uh, he doesn't need to be, uh, he doesn't need to have a, uh, uh, have it recorded or or deemed he just says he's going to do it and it's been it's that way a vice president doesn't have that ability and well i'll just leave it at that and the guy before us that that before me that's that was classic that was perfect 
Okay, you guys have a good week. Thanks, John. Me Appreciate too. the call. Terry says uh, government requirements are that classified documents have to be secured in a safe of a specific quality dependent upon the level of classification with a lock also of a specific quality, again, dependent upon the level of classification. When I commanded an army unit that stored classified stuff, the thing that looked like an ordinary filing cabinet with a fancy lock weighed several hundred pounds empty in a locked garage next to your vet is not good. Paul in Nampa, good morning. You're on Newstalk KBOI. Good morning, guys. Yeah, I just wanted to make a quick comment about somebody that had just called him before I got to talk, and that was in regards to, um, he said that, that the documents at Trump's place were just uh, free-for-all for anybody that was working there going in and out of the buildings. Um, didn't they have some Secret Service that were working there full time, around the clock, 24-7? Well, I think, there's, I think there's Secret Service there while Trump is there. I don't think there's Secret Service while Trump is not there. Well, then who gets the keys? To, to the well, he, he has like an awful lot of employees. That, yeah. uh, you know, to, I mean, there are managers. It's, it's not just a wide-open place. That's what I mean. But he made yeah. it sound like it's the Wild West and anybody could walk in there and grab what they wanted and go. That's just not the case. That's, that was kind of speculation, I think, on his part. But, uh, you know, because, I mean, you can have something in a desk drawer, and if nobody opens the desk drawer, it's fine, right? Right. Or well, you would say. Yeah, but we don't know. Right. Can, and who's to, say, who's to say that Biden hasn't taken photographs of these documents that he had flying around in those three different places that, he, that they were found? And why didn't the FBI go to each one of those places that he had responsibility for to check themselves. Why was it his attorney that went and did this? Did he have a clearance to find and look and see what those were? I don't think so. That, hmm, that's that's actually that, kind of a that good is, question. <laughs> that, that, is, that is something I've wondered. All, all, the people who, all the people who are charged with going and, and you know, like clearing... Uh, clearing out all of these yeah. papers, are they allowed to do, read them do too? Do they have clearance for that top secret well, and st- and some classified things, info? Some things are classified only for a short amount of time. Like, we can't tell anybody about this week, but next week, you know, right. who cares? John writes in and says, uh, oh, this is a little different. Uh, Governor Little and Idaho helicopter college money sure is easy when you're spending money that's not yours. How about putting pressure on Idaho colleges to get tuition back to Y2K levels instead? Also make it tougher for college students to qualify as Idaho residents. Right now, out-of-state college students are gaming the system to qualify for resident tuition. How about you need to reside in Idaho as a resident 85% of the time or more for the time during the previous two years? I don't know what the rule is now. I don't either. But if, if you're able to game the system, apparently it's not long enough. Luther, Chalice, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Oh, good morning. Yeah, so you've got the Federalist Party and the Anti-Federalist Party, and Republicans have always been anti-Federalist government as a party. Okay, so you got a document out there, uh, Presidential Order 13256, and that is the latest review of the security clearance affair. And 
it was written by Obama. Now, Donald has shown clear alliance with a foreign government over and over. That's why the FBI went in to his place. And what they found was piles of this stuff, all marked top secret. Now, there are many layers of uh, classification below the three primary layers, which is top secret, secret, and sensitive. And so, you know, it's obvious that stuff gets moved around. And when I was in Washington one day, uh, I saw the biggest pile of paper I ever saw sitting out there on the Capitol lawn, okay? And it had guards around, and I walked up and asked the guy what was going on. It was a Friday. He goes, oh, we're going to transfer these to be shredded and uh, made into new paper. Recycled, so we, yeah. And, and it was... It was Five foot high and, you know, the size of mm-hmm. that lawn. Now, do you have a point here? Do I have a point? Most people don't know anything about documentation. Hell, I found a top secret document in the trash at the Boise Public Library. Did you turn it in? I wonder what it was doing. No, I kept it. But that's illegal. You know Why? Because it wasn't important anymore. It was a microfiche about why we didn't invade Thailand. Thailand? Hmm. Yeah. In the Vietnam War, there was uh, a reason for why we didn't go into Thailand. And it was because they didn't have any mineral resources that were vital to the Chinese and the Russians. Got it. All right. Thank Have you. a good day. Thank right. you for you, the call. You too, Luther. Greg says, I wonder if the abortion laws are going to force a rise in crime. Unwanted kids usually grow up to be criminals. Yes, there are always exceptions, but the facts remain. I just think the new law is going to bring more bad than good. I, I would ask uh, him to quote his studies on that, that most kids, unwanted kids, grow up to be criminals. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, how do you classify wanted or unwanted? Yeah, and I mean, this, this would be a, a lifelong You'd study to, that you would have to do to find out if, A, number one, the child was not wanted by its parents, and number yeah. two, followed for the rest of the life, did they ever become a criminal? I mean, it's easy to say, well, but... You know, and uh, there's a difference between uh, unplanned and unwanted. Mm-hmm. There are lots of unplanned pregnancies that people have a baby and they're glad to have a baby. But an unwanted pregnancy means you're not going to be glad to have a baby. Uh, Tim says, I would feel safer if classified documents were stored in a bus locker outside the Kremlin than in Mar-a-Lago with Trump. Okay, Tim... How do you feel about the ones in Biden's garage? 
208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break. Those numbers, by the way, promised we were going to give you tickets, a four-pack of tickets to the Harlem Globetrotters. Since our lines are open right now, let's go ahead and do that. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Caller number six, that four-pack of tickets for January 31st at the Ford Idaho Center are yours. Now, carefully, good luck. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 9.50, congratulations going out to Steve Hersler. Steve and a bunch of friends are going to be headed to see the Harlem Globetrotters, January 31st, Ford Idaho Center. Congratulations to all of our winners. Uh, we had a winner earlier this morning. Congratulations to all of our winners uh, this week. Uh, thanks for listening in, and hopefully it pays off to keep listening because you uh, did some winning. This morning's sweet deals, they've been on sale since uh, 9 a.m., and you can still take advantage of these. There are some left. Of of the 250 R&R barbecue uh, that we started with, there are only 14 remaining. Four t- oh, no, so, they're almost gone. So we've sold 236 of those. And uh, Deja Brew has 41 remaining, so it, it might be a little easier to get one. Uh, that is a wonderful place, by the way. Yeah, a great breakfast. If you like the uh, Eggs Benedict, they have three different eggs benedict for you to uh, choose I, from i complain six a lot. different sorry. i complain a lot about eggs and part part of the reason i do that is my wife makes perfect eggs i'm curious to see if uh, their eggs benedict and now I, are running I, and i do not complain about deja brew's eggs they're <laughs> if, good i wonder if their eggs benedict are now running like 50 60 dollars per benedict just because of the <laughs> egg prices eggs benedict arnold yeah uh, John, what, what would that be made of? John writes in uh, Mike at KBY.com email. It is Open Phones Friday. Completely different subject. It says, regarding climate change, I'm a time traveler from future. And here, in your current time, studying your society and trying to understand how the climate hoax that was sold as fact, from my time 150 years in the future, the planet Earth is going through another ice age, and man has no solution except to leave the planet Earth and go to subterranean uh, life to live. Major lesson learned from the future is CO2 is not the problem. It's the ratio of nitrogen and oxygen in the atmosphere. Wow, we are so lucky to have a time traveler from 150 years in the future be able to uh, share that with us. Thank you, John. I just want one to, you know, uh, come back from tonight and tell me what the lottery numbers are. Benny, uh, Benny B. <clears throat> says they should put Trump and Biden in a cage match. Two men enter, one oh, man leaves. That, would that be awesome? Uh, Bust a deal, face the wheel. <laughs> Biden already has beaten Corn Pop. I don't understand that. <laughs> Remember, it, Corn Pop was the uh, was the gang member that he always talked about before the he was elected as president. He goes, "Me, yeah, we always had trouble with Corn Pop, and Corn Pop would would not respect me." Apparently, I missed that. Uh, he says, "Put it pay per view to pay down the national debt." Win win. I wonder how many people would. I uh, would wouldn't watch. You? Uh, oh well, yeah. Remember the? Uh, what I'd, be, was the I'd, I'd be embarrassed about it, but I wouldn't. What was miss the music it. video? Remember two tribes, and they had Gorbachev and Reagan who were fighting in a in a, in a ring in a cage max. It'd be similar to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't really Gorbachev and and Reagan. It was two people dressed up, but that was the the video was about. Tony and Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Yeah, I was just uh, thinking uh, maybe Biden should have parked his Corvette at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Then you can blame Trump. <laughs> uh, see, we do have funny listeners. Thank you, Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil and Marsing, good morning. You're on Newstock KBOI. 
Hello, Neil. Well, Hello. Yeah. Okay, real quick. That clown that called in claiming that uh, he had a top-secret document of we were going to invade Thailand. Guy's nuts. Why would we invade Thailand? Because we had bases at NKP, which stands for non Confinon. We had bases at Korot, uh, three or four other bases. We had MACD SOG teams based in Thailand. The guy does not know what he's talking about. Okay. Appreciate the call. I was over there. I was there three times, so yeah. he has no clue what he's talking about. I, I will defer. I will defer to your expertise on that one. Didn't want to say that, but you you can. Thank you. Appreciate it. You bet. Not going to have time see. to talk about this today. Um, so next week we will be bringing it up. Um, there's a campaign going on right now, supporting and encouraging Idaho legislator pass legislation that would allow for Idaho restricted driver's licenses for undocumented Idahoans uh, being brought forward by Senator Jim if, Guthrie of District 28. Just just for clarification, if you have a driver's license, aren't you automatically documented? Because it is a document. Yes. So they would like it so that you can, without being documented, get a driver's license, a restricted driver's license. So get one without your name and, and, and address on it? No, I think it would be stamped that you're restricted and not legal. Okay. But you're still allowed to legally drive. But then well, you'd, at least you'd have people's name on file. Yeah. We'll talk about this, get a chance to talk about this next week. Uh, that's it for us today. Enjoy your Friday the 13th. Don't forget your lottery tickets. We're off Monday. We'll be back Tuesday.